I'm Robin Birkin and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast, a place for women struggling to conceive to find emotional support, conception advice and real talk. To me, being a warrior means true glory is in rising every time we fall, having the courage to be afraid and being ready for whatever challenges cross our path. So welcome warrior, you're on your way. I promise to support and guide you on every single episode. Let's begin. Hello and welcome to another week of the Fertility Warriors podcast. I'm so happy to be here chatting with you and you are probably going to be listening to someone who you also listen to every week on the podcast and that is Michelle Orovitz from the Wholesome Lotus Fertility Podcast. So if you listen to her podcast, you would know that she is a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner and acupuncturist in Miami Beach. She's an awesome podcaster, as I've just mentioned, and a dear friend. And we're going to be talking all things traditional Chinese medicine today. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you so much for having me. Do you know, I think I've had maybe one or two TCM practitioners on the podcast, but I cannot believe that in more than 100 episodes, that's all that we've had. And we've never really, I don't feel like we've ever really discussed traditional Chinese medicine, even though I'm pretty sure that most of the fertility warriors out there can count acupuncture as something that is within their arsenal. But also, I'm not even sure 100% that all of them know why they do acupuncture other than Mm -hmm. that it's a thing that we do, right? Mm -hmm. So in your past life, you were an architect. Can you describe, I guess, what life was like for you in that moment and then how you have then embraced traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture and I guess you know like how that's impacted your work and what the benefits to people are? Well um, it's interesting because it actually my fertility I had a fertility journey before I was ready to get pregnant and that is um, this is how I call it because when I ever since I got my period Mm -hmm. I had I had moments of amenorrhea where I'd miss three months of having my period. So my, my period was out of whack for years. And the only thing that I was able to do, you know, the, the first thing that we both thought of my mom and myself, I mean, I came to my mom and my mom took me to the doctor and the GYN put me on the birth control pill before I was even sexually active, which confused the heck out of me. (laughs) And I I wasn't sure why, but what he said was basically, it's going to get you regular. You're going to get monthly bleeds. And I was like, okay, but what if I get off? Like this, this doesn't really fix it. I was like 16 or 17. And he said, well, you're going to go back to normal. It like made no sense to me because that was my first taste of the most confusing um, method of treatment <laughs> that I've ever really encountered because I really thought I was going to go and get a solution. So obviously I ended up going into architecture. I was working as an architect. I was working in New York City, very stressful, um, you know, high demand corporate world and fun, really fun. I mean, we'd go out afterwards, had a crazy life and it was fun and definitely imbalanced, of course. And So again, I was traveling also right before I was working in New York City. I was traveling for three months 
I went to Europe, I went to Cuba, and the whole time I was away, I didn't get my period. Mm. And I remember getting on and off the pill because I intuitively knew the pill was really not for me. So I told my mom, you know, there's something's got to give. I got to like, you know, Mm -hmm. do something about this. So when I came home back to New York, she said, oh, I've heard of this guy. He's a Chinese medicine doctor. And he's, you know, he's a doctor, actually. He was a Western and Eastern doctor because in China, they do both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he was, um, but then it's interestingly enough, he actually specialized in GYN in China. Oh, kind of happened to be. Yes. So I went to him and the day I came to him, um, I came back home with a bag of herbs. It was more old school. Like now we give pills because people don't want to make the teas, Mm -hmm. but it was like old school bag of raw herbs came home, you know, like those brown bags. He just kind of threw in a bunch of things, came home, got my period that same day which was wow. crazy. It was like he unblocked me. <laughs> and ever since then I was regular. I've always been like 27 days period. Uh, so I've got, had a hysterectomy now, but uh, that's another story in itself. But I can, I just feel like that would be really stressful because you wouldn't really have a clear indication of when you've ovulated or not ovulated. And you would have been on this holiday thinking, is it coming today? Like, yeah. Is that how it no feels idea. like? It was so confusing. But here's the thing, stressful, not just because it doesn't come, but also you're stressed because your hormones are out of whack. Like mm-hmm. I was not feeling myself. And I remember like once everything settled, my skin got better, like everything changed. Also like the way I felt, you know, with, with people and dealing with work, you know, it was very male dominant. Um, this is, we're talking like 20 years ago. And, um, and so a lot of dealing with a lot of the stress, like I wasn't able to let it roll off my back. Like, Mm. you know, I felt the stress in my body and now I look back and I know that it's so interconnected. Your physical uh, and your body, it's just the same thing. I mean, there's no, we don't have a separation from the head to the body. It just, it's one thing. (laughs) Yeah. All I can say is 100% because I mean, like what I talk about is all about the mind. And the more I learn about the mind, the more that I learn that it's also connected to everything else. It's all like, we are just one being. So were you just like, what is in this tea? Because this is the best shit I've ever had. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what I said. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is what I want to do. I want to do this. I want to like be able to give this to people. I always was interested, even when I went to chiropractor, like years before that, I was always intrigued by that whole wellness. And I happened to go to one like in San Francisco where they had like water fountains there. It was very Zen. And I I really loved that whole energy and vibe. And I always wanted to have my own that, you know, Mm -hmm. to give other people because I remember how good it made me feel. Yeah. And I was like, you know, there's such a great space for this. This is something that I really want to do. Like, it's something that really felt like a calling. Now, I didn't want to, I I just couldn't feel, see myself doing architecture. It just, Mm -hmm. I could never fully, it was like, I felt like I didn't really belong there. Mm -hmm. And um, I had great work experience depending on the job but it was just because of the people and not so much the work. And so I felt like at times it really robbed me of my energy. And I realized that that's also so important. I actually, I incorporate that into my treatment. What is your dharma? What do you do? If you're doing the wrong thing, it could suck you dry. It could like really, really take the life out of you. 
And because you're not meant to be spending so much of your time doing something that is not aligned with you. And mm-hmm. it really comes down to align, aligning every part of your life. And it's actually easier than you think or anybody thinks because it's actually our natural state. Mm-hmm. It's really honoring who we truly are. Yep. And so then next minute, you're studying traditional Chinese medicine. And how did you come to like specialize in the fertility stuff? So it actually was a little longer of a, a, a road than that. It took a couple of years until I finally made the, the decision. And, you know, my parents were very resistant. You went to school, mm-hmm. the architect, da, 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 da. So then I started a my business. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then um, met my husband, my husband, who's, I was so aligned with, so aligned with my, you know, very supportive, you know what, this doesn't make you happy. Go do what makes you happy. And then we moved to Florida. Mm-hmm. I enrolled in school for Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my first step, which was wonderful. It's not as licensed. It's not as regulated, which is why I, you know, then then I had kids and I thank Dr. Lee for my kids because I probably would have had a harder time conceiving looking back. I mean, I had no idea when I ovulated, if at all I ovulated. And so basically um, went to school for Ayurveda, paused for a little while then went back to school for acupuncture. And then I was intrigued by fertility. I don't know what it is. And and I also am an artist. That's like my kind of other mm-hmm. like part of me. And I tend to, to paint a lot of women and women energy and kind of like, and if you look at it, you'll see <laughs> vaginas. You see like um, sometimes <laughs> like, like you see eggs and you see sperm and it's really funny. I don't know what it is, but I really do believe that if you're in tune with whatever that is, <laughs> that energy, it actually works through you. And as an acupuncturist and many other people that I can speak to, they say the same thing. It's almost like energy flows through you. You're kind of like a vessel. And the more open you are, like that's why I meditate. One of the reasons I meditate is so I can heal better too. You know, it's part of like, I always say like the best, if you want to be a good practitioner, heal yourself first, work on yourself. And that's how you become like this open vessel and you allow that to flow through you. You get this, the same type of clients? Sometimes that happens. Yeah. It's like batches. And, um, and it's a weird phenomenon that I've noticed when I was in clinic <laughs> in school. But my husband told me he sees it at the ER. It's kind of an interesting thing. Sometimes you see things like that. He'll also say, my husband notices the moon. Like uh-huh. the moon affects the, the cases that he sees. It's crazy. But there are like certain weird things like that that yes. happen. Um, so yeah, so that's, um, so I'm kind of like going off, but I was always interested in fertility. I just was always drawn to it. I knew I was going to do it. It was just something that I always felt. And like when you feel cold, you can't, it's almost like you can't let it go. Like you can't move on from that. You're, that's what you have to do. Mm -hmm. And so in your practice, you practice a lot of the concept called Wu Wei, Um, or is that like effortless effort? Can you talk to me a little bit about, explain to me a little bit more about exactly what that concept means? Okay. So this is actually many years that have gotten to this point of Mm -hmm. being drawn to that whole philosophy. It started out with reading about Osho. Have you heard of Osho? Um, How he talks about really we are that already. It's it's kind of like we were searching for this thing. We're spinning our wheels. We're following our tail, but we are, it's right here. 
Mm-hmm. So Eckhart Tolle, I consider him like my teacher. He's been somebody that I've really taken his lessons uh, very much to heart. And it's a practice. And so it's always been something that I've been called to. And I love the, the idea of Wu Wei, because if you look at nature, if you look at birds, you know, they'll fly, they, they have effort, they put effort and they fly, they use their wings mm-hmm. and they will put the effort to go up. And then at one point, and I was watching the seagulls on the beach, they'll surrender into the mm-hmm. wind and the wind flies them. Yeah. Yeah. And they know to do that. There's no question because that's how they were designed. And, and so were we as humans. And so Chinese medicine, this Wu Wei philosophy, really, it, it's from, it stems from Taoism. Mm-hmm. And Chinese medicine is based on Taoism. And so you were talking about kind of connecting the Eastern and Western. Well, Chinese medicine is based, uh, the Taoism is basically the yin and the yang. And mm-hmm. so it's this perfect harmony of male-female balance. Mm. And when you get this perfect harmony, that is, it basically is the perfect key or the sweet spot for healing. And for, I don't even want to say healing. It's the the sweet spot for life to occur. Yes. Yeah. And then it's like, if there's life, then there's healing. It's just, it's just, that's how it is. And that's how nature works. And so you have too much of either one, it's not compatible with life. And so if you get this perfect balance, it's compatible with life. What is, you know, the good news is that we're programmed for this perfect balance. And that's homeostasis. In Western medicine, conventional medicine, that's what they use. And this homeostasis is our body's way to balance. It's programmed that way. Now, when it gets constant assault or it gets constantly ignored, you know, all the signs that our bodies tell us, you know, when we're younger, we drink, we get nauseous, we get totally sick, our head's in the toilet, and we say, oh, let's do it again. <laughs> it's like, so you do this over and over and over again. Exactly. Never, never had that happen in my yeah. life. <laughs> I talk a lot about, you know, like the feminine energy and the masculine energy, and, the, and especially for so many of us, and this is why I wanted to talk so much about this concept is for a lot of the listeners who listen to the fertility warriors we are like type a high achiever work hard you know we end up in these male dominated industries and it just it gets out of whack <laughs> but i feel like there's this inner knowing we all have this inner knowing that mm-hmm. i'm working in a male dominated industry there's so much doing there's not enough being, but we get stuck in how to sort of, I guess, invite more of that energy and, you know, balance the yin and the yang more. Mm -hmm. Do you deal with a lot of type A's in that, like a similar kind of situation? Yeah. And it's interesting because I don't like saying type. The reason being is because I don't believe there is a type. And I think that we as humans are so, we, we are so vast and we have like such freedom to be who we are and we could, and, and there is no type, there is tuning in though. Mm-hmm. You can tune in to a male energy. You can tune into, that's why meditation is so powerful because you can tune into this vastness of openness and allowing when you are in that place, everything kind of settles and, and goes in the place that it needs to in order to create balance. You have so many second chances and, and chances and ways whether it's through diet, I believe that there's so many different ways. All roads lead to the same thing. It's just you have to figure out which road you enjoy and brings you joy or the one that you connect with or is your language. 
So when the like sort of the yin and the yang and the energy is out of balance, how does that keep our fertility stuck? Like okay, how so in, in a TCM perspective? Fertility is an interesting thing because I could I could really sit there and analyze it to pieces and tell you like this and that and this specific thing. And I'm gonna give you the general answer to that, but I'm gonna say this, even if I study this till like my eyes fall out. I will never figure it out because part of it's me, part of it's working on the physical, part of emotional, spiritual, part of it's up to him. You know, mm-hmm. part of it is up to this universal intelligence. So it's such a mystery that yeah. I'm just going to say that before I say anything else. <laughs> yeah, that, that there <laughs> yeah. is no through figuring it out. Yeah. Like we're he- I'm here as a support and I'll help as much as I can, but there is no fully figuring it out because then in some places you do everything right. And, and that's not really going to get you what you want. And, and sometimes it does. And so it's just, it, it gets confusing that way. But I will say this, and I'm going to use the analogy of sprouting. Mm-hmm. Reproductive health is nothing more, you know, from a Chinese medicine, like mechanical perspective than a reflection of overall health. Yeah. You know, so it's, this is how we look at it. If I look at it patterns and I'm just using that lens of just checking out the body and kind of doing my thing is, is sort of like just kind of a practitioner. I look at the balance of the body period. I don't think, oh, reproductive, this, that. I would just look at the pattern, the elements, what's presenting in front of me and what symptoms the person's experiencing, whether it's uh, on the mental, physical, emotional side of things, and it's all connected. And all of that gives me clues. So I look at the balance, the overall balance, if the person's getting anxiety, not sleeping enough, too cold, all these different things. I just work to balance that out with herbs and acupuncture. And also I work on on an emotional level. Like I also have my hypnotherapy. So that's a whole other thing. I look at it like a sprout. And if you think about a sprout, a sprout depends on the source. And so you have this source vessel, whether it's a plant or a trunk, and it needs the nourishment in order to sprout. And if it doesn't have what it needs, it's not going to sprout. Why? Because the body or any kind of life, the first thing that they think about or the first thing that they need to do is survive. It, mm-hmm. Survival is going to tr- is going to go ahead or it's going to be much more prioritized than reproduction. Yeah. And if you think about, I think a lot, I mean, there could be so many different causes. So that's where I'm not even going to go there, but I could tell you like some of the things, you know, you, we've talked about stress, just the demands. We're in the survival mentality whether we want to admit it or not, we're in this survival mentality. A lot of times the corporate world, and I know because I was there, could be, I mean, you really need to kind of watch your back. You're constantly watching your back. You want to make sure that your job's not on the line because you can get um, replaced within a second with the next best person that comes in. You know, so there's a lot of stress for that by itself. And that's not normal. That's not a normal way of life. It's not compatible with the yin and yang and that balance. And so, you know, there's so many different aspects to it. Like you had mentioned, you know, uh, women who have are working and they're in this male dominant world. And it's interesting because women are just so powerful as it is. They're like mothers are the most, the best managers 
ever, mm-hmm. you know? And so um, we're trying to be like men in order to succeed, which to me is so silly, you know, because our feminine power is where the power is at, you know? And so it's kind of like an interesting thing, but because the, the people in charge were men, we had to speak that language and it's become a thing, you know? So that's kind of something as well. And so you mentioned on your website that, and like you mentioned just before that you don't have, like you don't put people in boxes. Like there's such an individualized treatment for everyone. Um, And for you, that goes through, like you will sit there and talk to people about like, no, like, like, that there's no standard diet. Like it's the diet for you. It's everything Correct. is tailored to people, right? Mm-hmm. And so Absolutely. how how do you sit and work? Like do you sit and work through like huge questionnaires with people? And then even, you know, you, because you have your hypnotherapy certification as well, do you sit and be like, okay, this, you know, this is the plan and I'm going to put together a custom plan for this person. There's no, like there's, you don't have, like, I guess, a formula. No, I, you know, I, I work very much intuitively and I listen, I listen to what the person tells me. And what's interesting is that they are intelligent. Their intelligence knows so much and you can hear it from their language just by talking to them. Like they'll tell you the answer. What's that's kind of like, what's interesting. I mean, I say this before, like before we had nutritionists, mm-hmm. we had our bodies telling us what food we should avoid. Yeah. <laughs> like, our bodies are designed to like be everything mm-hmm. and our minds are, we have this intelligence before computers were made. We made this intelligence is what made the computers, you know? So I'm, the, I'm there like to reflect to them what they already know. And it's like working out of balance. That's usually, if you're out of alignment, that's usually what causes all kinds of problems mm-hmm. for you physically. It just, and people manifest issues physically if they don't listen to their their soul we know this in chinese medicine with qi getting really stagnant it can mm-hmm. turn into heat and it gets if it's if it stays like that for a long time it could start to turn into all kinds of things it can even like cause eventually blood stagnation blood stagnation left for too long becomes tumors you know things start to manifest and so is that approach standard across most acupuncturists and TCM practitioners or does it depend on the person who you see? Yeah. I mean, it's almost like doctors, you know, they're, they all, everybody's trained with a certain set of tools that they use. I mean, I use herbs, I use acupuncture and and you, you understand there's a formula to how those things work and everybody really has that base. And we do relate on a lot of levels, but everybody has their own style. And I also utilize the intuition of my patients Mm -hmm. or clients. I work online and I work in person. So when I do, I utilize their, you know, and it drives me crazy because both doctors and Western, Western and Eastern do this too. I've heard many people tell stories like, if somebody will say, you know, I, I feel like I want to get cupping. They're like, well, you don't need cupping or you don't need this. I'm the expert kind of thing. They don't say it specifically like that. That drives me nuts. Because to me, if, if, uh, if a person says something and they're feeling strong about it and I say, okay, well, I'm going to go with that because that's their intuition mm-hmm. speaking to me right now. You know, it's all about really empowering people to get to the point where they can be their own healers or take, tr- take part in that. Yep. And I guess, 
a lot of people are so well researched now that if someone is coming into the clinic, like you would see it with patients, they're coming in with ideas of what might be going on. Yeah, it's especially when you have infertility, it's really frustrating when you feel like you're not being listened to. So I think that that's really important. So in terms of this concept of Wu Wei, if we circle back to this like effortless effort and thinking of the bird, how does that like apply in a fertility sense? So Wu Wei, when you actually feel Wu Wei, it means that the yin and yang are perfectly harmonized. Yes. (laughs) And that's when things kind of work themselves out. With fertility or health in general, that's why I'm going to say it's kind of like, it's really a blanket on everything. It's not just Mm -hmm. fertility, but it's everything. It's going to help overall health because when you do get to this state, it's it's really ultimate surrender. And that's Mm -hmm. what happens when people come in to do acupuncture. You get these points and eventually people surrender. In the beginning, they'll resist and they get uncomfortable sitting there for 20 some minutes with needles in and they're like, uh, you know, edgy. And I, and I know I see it all the time. I tell them eventually you're going to, you're going to like get into this. It's going to be fine. Most of the time it does very, very few, like 1%, 2% of people just never get comfortable. (laughs) But like most of the time, eventually they'll start to enjoy it. They actually really get into this relaxation state and I call it an acunap where you kind of, it almost feels like a flicker of energy where you're in and out. And that's when they start to get to this like homeostasis, their bodies kind of, and their minds are all kind of like unison and they, they start to relax. So basically what that does is it sends people into this perfectly healing state. It's a state where the body's allowed to heal itself. So I'm not the healer. I'm just facilitating a state where the body heals itself. Therefore, like I mentioned before it, if the overall health starts to regulate, menstrual cycles start to regulate, lining increases, just everything starts to come together. Yeah. And therefore fertility benefits from it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I, I definitely think it depends on the practitioner. Like you have to go with someone who you mesh with. And I'd probably even go so far as to definitely suggest that people look out for like acupuncturists who specialize in fertility and have like a similar sort of approach. Sometimes I think like there's back pain, there's, you know, like all sorts of things. Exactly. Do you have any other tips for warriors who are trying to conceive or warriors who might be looking to take up acupuncture or start to embrace or learn more about traditional Chinese medicine? One of the things that I really want to say is part of really getting into the state of surrender is really honoring where you are right now. And if it means that you want to throw things around the room and cry and, you know, that's what needs to happen. It's kind of like allowing this energy to free flow and move Mm -hmm. out of you properly and not to resist. And so it's kind of interesting thing because you think, oh, I need to resist and kind of be this way. No, it's, it's be who you are at the moment and allow and move with that flow that's number one is honoring your, your estate. And that's something that is very healing if you, and that's why community is so important. Finding the right community that really understands you, understands your language and gets you and hears you. So that's really important. Um, Number two is if you do decide to go and work with an acupuncturist, I suggest looking at ABORM. ABORM 
Believeits.org. I will let you know. I'll email it to you, the exact website. Yep. Yep. Apeworm is, an, it's, it's the American Board of Oriental Reproductive Medicine, but it's not just oh. in America. It's okay. also worldwide. So people, they study, it, it takes a long time really to study all the material. And they travel to take a rigorous test. And it's really, it's very, very specialized in fertility. And you learn Western and Eastern, and then you're part of this forum, which is wonderful because we all need support, even as practitioners, to bounce ideas off of with patients. So you have this beautiful support of professionals that are very established and you can talk to them. And, you know, there's almost like a mentorship in the sense that you can always like ask people. And so I really suggest looking for an ABORM practitioner. Although hey, there are some people born, but they really are specialized and they spent a lot of time doing fertility acupuncture. So you can interview them, ask them questions and, and see like how much, and you can feel, you'll feel if it's right. You get a vibe. And I agree yeah. with you. You do. And I agree with you 100% on the fact that you have to find the right person for you because it could be the best person in the world, but it, but if they don't mesh with you, it's, it's, you need chemistry. <laughs> you do. And like, it's such a, it's almost like a personal relationship because sometimes you'll be seeing these people for like months and months and months, and this will become, you know, like an integral person in your team. So when it's not, when you're not vibing with that person, I just think it, it's, if it's not working, it's not working. No, no, exactly. <laughs> so before we get onto the speed round, I want you to tell everyone, like, where can they find you? Where are you active? What have you got going on? What do you do? So that everyone can, if they want to access you and find out a little bit more where they can do that. Yes. So I have actually a couple of different names of different things that are confusing and people, um, interchange, but the wholesome Lotus fertility is the wholesome Lotus fertility.com. And at the wholesome Lotus fertility is my Instagram. My podcast is the wholesome fertility podcast. So it's a little confusing. Okay. It's always the wholesome, but yeah, that is where people can find me. And I also use my name. I have a website that kind of is the hub of just what I do with my art, my fertility, everything, which is www.michelleorvitz.com. Awesome. And so do you work online with clients as well as in Miami Beach? Yes. So I work online with clients. I also have a course if people want to just do it yourself, which includes acupressure points, really A to Z, everything that I do with working with my patients. And then I also have, have hypnotherapy for fertility, improving egg quality, sleep, libido, just like everything (laughs) you can imagine that you need. (laughs) Awesome. Um, So are you ready for the speed round? Yes. Okay. So do you have a book that you recommend everyone reads? Yes. A New Earth. I know this isn't specifically fertility, but it's- I've uh, never heard of this one. It's uh, it's Eckhart Tolle, and okay. so it's just incredible, and and it's all about this being in this surrendered state. And he's saying that that's really our ultimate. That's really the state of enlightenment. And the reason why people think it's like such an unattainable thing is because they think it's outside of themselves. But mm-hmm. it's really who we are meant to be. Do you have a favorite quote or affirmation? I do. I have to think about. Well, yes. Okay. So I'm going to say this. Um, it's a quote. 
It's by Lao Tzu and it says, nature doesn't hurry, yet everything gets accomplished. I love that one. (laughs) And if you could have, like, if there was one thing that you could, you know, like just shout from the rooftops that you want every fertility warrior to know, what would it be? You are so powerful. You have no idea how, but you can heal yourself. You are so powerful. You have no idea. Like it's, you don't even know how powerful you are. That's what I want to say to everybody. And I want to say this also, because I feel very strongly about it. If you are in the face of an authority medical doctor who tells you you can't get a second, third, fourth, fifth opinion. I don't like hearing can't. It bothers me. And, and I, you know, what really bothers me is that I've seen them be wrong so many times. And I tell people after you have, you know, after years of struggling, after you have the child, wait till you're finished, you know, with the whole process, yeah. then write them a letter, then write them a letter and tell them, Hey, do you remember me? It's important that people are more responsible with their words, but always listen to your gut. Yeah. So yeah. That's a couple. <laughs> No, but that, but they were that was an awesome couple. Um, and my very very last question, because perfection is a unicorn, do you have a guilty pleasure? Okay, let me think. I have a couple. I love French fries. <laughs> I really love French fries. What else do I like? Sometimes I like reality TV shows, um, ones that are not very you know, <laughs> not great yeah. uh, portrayal of human nature, but they're fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we all have a few of those. (laughs) Michelle, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast and sharing just some of your wisdom um, and some of the philosophies behind what you do. It's been a pleasure having you on the podcast finally. But yeah, thank you so much. Well, thank you so much, Robin, for having me. And I think what you do is amazing work. And I'm really, really happy to be doing this with you. Everyone, we will catch you next week on the podcast. We have some incredible episodes coming up and we cannot wait to share them with you. So we'll catch you next week. Whoa, Nelly, don't go anywhere just yet. I need to tell you about a few more things before you go. The first one is that if you haven't signed up to my Ultimate Fertility Library, then you're missing out. I have a library of resources just for you and you can get access at robinburkin.com slash library. There are cheat sheets, ebooks, meditations, affirmations and so much more and it's all free. Head to robinburkin.com slash library to get access today. And lastly, warrior, I'm not a doctor or a dietitian or a financial advisor. 